Mason Pierce, host of the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast, and guys, have I missed making podcasts for y'all. I am so sorry that I've been out for about a week or two. I've been dealing with some strep throat, and then we had that ice storm, and I was kind of just trying to figure out everything in my personal life, but now I am back. I'm back to going Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm back to continuing to give y'all all this great news, and boys, do we have a buttload of news to give. I mean, I... I I'm going to have to break this into two episodes, so expect an episode on Friday and on Saturday. I am super hyped to be back. Guys, I hope y'all have been having amazing weeks. I hope everything's been going well for y'all. Um, let's not waste y'all's time. Let's get right into some college football commitment news. And now we've got four-star quarterback Pierce Clarkson. He, he has committed to Louisville. This is kind of an underrated one in my opinion. He's a very elusive quarterback, kind of like another Lamar. So when Malik Cunningham, Louisville's current starting quarterback, will leave after this upcoming year, they'll have a great replacement for him. Um, five-star defensive lineman Shamar Stewart has committed to A&M. With that commitment, A&M has officially been brought back up to the highest recruiting class in college football history. So Jimbo Fisher and his $30 million budget for recruiting and NIL deals has been doing amazing for him. Uh, five-star defensive end Harold Perkins, he has committed to LSU. In case you don't know, he was originally committed to Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher, but then switched. I originally, like I said in the past podcast, I thought that Florida was going to be the favorite for him. Well, it looks like LSU and Brian Kelly completely said, no, 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 not today. You're coming to Baton Rouge. You're going to become a Tiger. So that's another great one for him. Five-star offensive lineman Devon Campbell. He is committed to Texas. This is amazing for Steve Sarkeesian and that offense as they've needed a lot of O-line help because when TCU's defensive line is able to absolutely murder your offensive line, you know something is wrong. So Steve Sarkeesian finally said, you know, we need to address this in the transfer portal and through high school high school recruiting. So great pickup for them. Four-star wide receiver Ashton Cozart out of Flower Mound, Texas. He is committed to OU. This one kind of hurts. I really wanted to see him come to the Horn Frogs, but he will be going to OU and playing for Brent Venables. Uh, Dylan Gabriel, as you all know, transferred to OU so from UCF, who also, in case you don't know, played in the air raid offense at UCF. So I think this is going to really be great for Ashton Cozart to kind of replace Jaden Hazelwood, who transferred to Arkansas this past couple weeks so once again they're doing amazing now let's get on to some transfer portal news Ohio State defensive back seven banks who who really who originally was a preseason like like first round projected pick you know he everyone thought he was going to end up being some like kind of like the next Marshawn Lattimore the cornerback for the New Orleans Saints he has entered the transfer portal I'd expect to maybe see like Oklahoma State LSU or Alabama kind of be sneaky in here trying to pick him up um, now, the biggest, biggest, biggest transfer portal news, this isn't really shocking news, but it is still news, Caleb Williams, the Oklahoma transfer quarterback, he is committed to USC and Lincoln Riley, um, it was originally down to LSU and USC, which we all knew he was going to go to USC, take the NIL deals, and the funny part is, he's already got an NIL deal right now with Beats by Dre, so he... He's definitely going to get a bag playing 
for the Trojans. So I'm happy for Caleb. He seems to be happy with his decision. And overall, like I said before, when USC is doing good in football, college football as a whole is doing better. So, And then also, Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg, who are both USC transfers, and Jackson Dart being the quarterback transfer, Michael Trigg being the tight end transfer, they have both committed to Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. This really was not shocking at all because – Ole Miss with them losing Matt Corral. They didn't really have a solidified quarterback one to replace Matt Corral. So now they'll have Jackson Dart for at least the next two two seasons. And they will also be getting Michael Trigg, who will also be playing basketball for the Rebels. So a two-sport athlete who's really athletic. He's got great size at tight end position. So watch out for Ole Miss this year. I'm telling you, you got to watch out for him. I mean, when you got Lane Kiffin as your head coach, I mean, shoot, anything could be possible. Um... Now, Jim Harbaugh, he will be staying with Michigan in 2022. I think this is more just because Minnesota didn't give him the offer he wanted for the Vikings, that they didn't give him the offer that he wanted. So he's kind of saying, well, I don't really have another option. I'm just going to come back to Michigan for a year. Now, he has said that he's not going to entertain any more NFL offers, which I completely do not believe at all because I feel like if he does get that possible offer, he will I mean, anyone would, which I wouldn't, you know, be offended or look at him any different because at the end of the day, you know, that's the goal is to always end up at the NFL level, whether it's coaching, business, player, you always want to end up there. So good thing for Michigan, they're at least going to keep Jim Harbaugh. Now, for some bad news for Michigan, Miami is going to be taking their offensive coordinator and Josh Gaddis. He will also, he will be playing this, he will be hired to the same position for the Hurricanes. Mario Cristobal right now is just on fire recruiting coaches. He, now, he's doing good recruiting players, but if you haven't seen Mario Cristobal, who had just gotten hired from Oregon to be the Hurricanes' next head coach, he has been stealing everyone's position coaches and, and coordinators. I mean, everyone. So, watch out for him. Um, some really cool news. LSU, Florida, and Oklahoma are some of the first schools that will be allowing their football athletes to be able to profit off of custom jersey sales so nike jordan they will all they will be allowing these schools to get their players to have their own custom jerseys which i think is amazing i know the first jersey that i'll be buying is a travius hodges tomlinson shout out to travius also another shout out to marcel brooks i met him at the tcu oklahoma state game dude is an absolute great guy if y'all have if y'all don't know who marcel is he was a five-star recruit who committed to lsu he played during the joe burrow jamar chase justin jefferson season didn't really see as much playing time that he wanted at lsu transferred to tcu he played wide receiver and defense this year for us but this year i expect him to be really good as he'll be kind of a keanu neal hybrid type defensive back linebacker for us but shout out to marcel brooks my man you were amazing i hope you ball out this year but back to what i was saying college football athletes will finally be getting their own jerseys so no more bootleg you know china jerseys you have to buy you can finally buy jerseys officially from nike so i love the nil what it's doing for these athletes who definitely deserve to be able to make money off of that so and then to wrap up the college football news and this is really been shocking brian harson the auburn head coach he's currently right now in an, in an investigation with the university regarding an, an, an inappropriate relationship with an assistant uh auburn completely right now is in shambles they lost Derek mason who took a four hundred thousand dollar pay cut to go to oklahoma state just to get out of auburn which that is bad to think that 
I mean, he's still going to be making $1.1 million a year at the defensive coordinator position, but to think the fact that he left Auburn and took that much of a pay cut to go to Oklahoma State, I mean, Stillwater, Oklahoma, there's nothing there except the university, so it's not like he's going to, like, L.A. or something. So the fact that is, that just shows something is going on with this Auburn University. So I I'd really would advise you all to kind of keep y'all's eye on this situation because – we don't know if he's going to get fired. We don't know if he's going to end up leaving. Uh, originally, it started out with one of the players said that like he treated them like dogs. But then, luckily, you know, we saw a lot of players come in to defend their head coach, who they all said that he's treated them well and is one of the most hardworking head coaches. So it's kind of it's kind of a weird situation we're in right now because you really don't know who exactly to believe. So yeah, that's pretty much it for college football wise. Now, for the NFL, we have got a buttload of news for y'all for the NFL, and I'm going to try and make it a little summed up so I'm not, you know, blabbering, 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 you know, wasting y'all's time because, you know, I want y'all to be able to get this news ASAP and as quick as possible. So to start out with the first news, kind of a little small one, Dan Quinn has been named the NFL's assistant coach of the year. This does not shock me as all, at all as he took a – number 30 ranked defense last year in the Cowboys defense to like the top 15 so Dan Quinn I'm super happy for him I'm super happy we're going to be able to keep him next year um some more cool kind of NFL news the NFL will be playing a actual regular season game at Alliance Arena in Germany during the 2022 season I think they've announced that they're going to be doing it through 2024 that they will be playing over in Germany so Expect the NFL to continue to expand its its product, expect, expand its business, as we've seen them already do that with going to London and Mexico City. So this is great for the NFL. This is great for the sport of football, as we all, you know, want this sport to become kind of like how basketball is, where it's a worldwide known sport. So, but now, now on to, now this is, now prepare. I've got a lot of hiring news, a lot. So I'm kind of just going to skim over it. I'm not going to go full in detail in this episode. I might next episode kind of give you all a little bit more detail. But this episode, I just want to be able to strictly give you all the news. So the New York Giants, they are hiring Bills offensive coordinator Brian Dable to be their next head coach. In case you don't know who Brian Dable is, he was the former Bills offensive coordinator who led Josh Allen and all them to the, the amazing offensive game against the Chiefs. So great hire for the Giants. I personally, I love it. Anthony Lynn, the former Chargers head coach and Detroit Lions offensive coordinator, he's being hired to be the assistant head coach for the 49ers. I personally love this as Anthony Lynn is a great players coach, and I think the 49ers are going to love absolutely having him. Um, Doug Peterson, the former Eagles head coach who won them that Super Bowl back in 2017 with Nick Foles and the Philly Special and all that, he will be joining the Jacksonville Jaguars as their next head coach. I like this because it gives the, it gives the players an actual solidified winning coach and not just some rookie kind of egotistical head coach like they did with Urban Meyer last year. So great hire for the Jaguars. Um, the Colts have hired Gus Bradley, the former Raiders defensive coordinator, to be their next head defensive coordinator, which we all saw. The Colts need better defense. Gus Bradley's okay. I think he'll be there maybe for a year or two, and then he'll probably skim off to some other assistant role. Um, the Saints, the New Orleans Saints, are going to be hiring their defensive coordinator, Dennis Allen, to replace Sean Payton as their head coach. I personally love this, as the Saints have always been a hard-nosed defensive team. So, great hire. I personally have always loved Dennis Allen and the way he's coached. 
Um, the Houston Texans, they have hired Lovey Smith, the former Illinois head coach, former Chicago Bear head coach. He will now be the Houston Texans' new head coach. I love it because the players love him. Uh, Brian Flores, as you all know, is currently going through that uh, lawsuit with the NFL regarding the racial misconduct and all the kind of it's it's a weird situation right now because we we don't know all the facts yet. That's the one thing we're waiting on is all the facts, but we have heard the rumors. But we all thought Brian Flores was going to end up being hired by the Texans. It is looking it is 100% Lovey Smith. They're going to go in that direction. I love him because the players love him and the players want to play for him and kind of like what happened with Mike Vrabel and Dan Campbell. You see how players will unite, and they will play great for a head coach. So, great hire, in my opinion, for the Texans. Um, former Ravens defensive coordinator Don Martindale is expected to be the Giants' new defensive coordinator. I love this because the Giants have not been able to have a great defense. They've had good defense, but they haven't had a great defense. Now they just really need to work on offense. Um, former Raiders interim head coach Rich, Rich Bisaccia, who we all loved and adored, who the Raiders wanted to be their head coach, but unfortunately they went with Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator from the New England Patriots. But Rich, he will be joining the, the Green Bay Packers as their special teams coordinator. So hopefully Green Bay will finally get some good special teams after having a pretty rough year regarding special teams. And, um, oh, excuse me, guys. Uh, Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman, he will be returning for another year as their offensive coordinator. This is great because, I mean, he he knows his players well. He plays to their strengths, so great for them. Uh, that's really it, guys, for the hiring aspect. We've got a couple rumor things. We've got Devontae Adams, the, the Green Bay Packers wide receiver, who is expected to end up being a pending free agent unless he does get franchise tagged by the Packers. He's expected to want an average of $30 million a year, which – and I mean, I can't even say he doesn't deserve it because if you've watched any game that he's been in, he's been unstoppable. You can't guard him. So I think especially watch out for the the Raiders. I've heard a lot of connections with the Raiders. If they keep Derek Carr, expect for the Raiders to definitely be there. Expect for the Broncos if they get Aaron Rodgers, possibly through a trade, or if they, you know, the Packers release Aaron Rodgers. Personally, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to end up retiring and going and doing Jeopardy or something, you know, because apparently that seems to be what makes him really happy. So we'll see how all that goes. Um, Lamar Jackson, he's expected to sign a $40 million plus extension with the Ravens right before training camp. Uh, I look at it more as there's not another, there's not a better option. So the Ravens kind of have to keep Lamar. Lamar is not a bad quarterback by any means. I kind of hate when people use that stereotype of, oh, he's just a running back. Nah. Yeah, he doesn't have the greatest passing, but he is a decent passer, and he worked on it a lot this year, and he showed that he can be good. He just That Ravens team just could not do anything this year with all those injuries. So do not count out Lamar and all of them next year when they are fully healthy, and they're not going to have to worry about all that. Um, some pretty sad news, and it's sad to see a guy pretty much just terminate his career. Damon Arnett, he has been released by the Chiefs practice squad for getting arrested in Vegas for gun charges and all this stuff. And it's sad to think a guy that literally got drafted two years ago has already been released after one year with the team, and then he already just got released from a team's practice squad, not even two weeks being with them. And he just, something's up with Vegas, and unfortunately we've got more bad Vegas news regarding Saints running back Alvin Kamara, who has just been arrested for battery in Las Vegas. And I don't know if y'all have seen the picture of the guy that reportedly got beat up by Alvin Kamara, but it is brutal. 
Uh, Alvin is currently facing one to five years in prison right now, so that is really tragic to see. It's such a good guy, it seemed like, with Alvin Kamara just possibly ruin his career from one dumb night. So I think Vegas was one of the worst things that happened to the NFL, and I mean that sincerely because it seems like every player that ever enters Las Vegas ends up either with a DUI or some battery assault every time. So I hope they figure out the truth. You know, if he did do that, he deserves to suffer the the consequences from it. I personally don't want to see him do that because he's a great, talented player. But at the end of the day, we are all human beings, and we all deserve respect. And we should not just be beating up people simply because of something stupid. We don't know that the, like the official facts of why he did it. So just kind of keep an eye out for that. Um, Patriots executive Dave Ziegler, he will become the the, the uh, Las Vegas, their new GM after Las Vegas had fired Mike Mayock. So I think that'll be a great for the Raiders as they're getting someone from the Bill Belichick, you know, front office with Robert Kraft and all that. I think that'll be good for them as they need someone like that that's a lot more disciplined and not kind of just wherever. Um, the <laughs> the Washington football team. Now this is kind of some here's some here's some lighter news for you because I know you don't want to hear constantly about people getting beat up and all that. Here's some lighter news. The Washington football team has officially rebranded their team to be called the Washington Commanders. I'm kind of split. I think they could have done something a lot more than just Commanders. Personally, I would have loved to see like Warriors or something that still honors the past while being a lot more, you know, politically correct nowadays so i i think they could have gone in a lot of different directions i know i think it was red wolves they couldn't do because of copyright reasons but i feel like a company that big could be able just to buy it from whoever but who knows so but no i love the black uniforms it has like the w on the crown and they look the uniforms look good personally i think the away uniforms are their best the home uniforms are kind of in with the commanders, and they've got like a line on top and a line on bottom, and it kind of just looks a little like wonky in my opinion, but it's all right. I mean, you know, they're they're trying. It's Washington. They they, they Dan Snyder and all them. You know, they don't really know too much about how to properly own a franchise, but we won't get into any of that. But now, guys, kind of on some extra little news. Uh, ESPN, they have officially extended Monday Night Football with Eli and Peyton Manning through the 2024 season. So we will continue to see Eli and Peyton make Monday Night Football a lot more entertaining. Uh, I think this is a great. We will ex definitely expect to see Tom Brady a lot more in these interviews or like the little, you know, like the segments they do or whatnot. So I think that's absolutely fantastic. Um, and some video game news, Shohei Otani has been announced he will be the cover athlete for MLB The Show 2022. I love that for him. Shohei had an amazing season. I saw him play the Rangers, and, I mean, he is, he is really talented, guys. I mean, this is – he could go down as one of the greatest players of all time. So congratulations to Shohei for being announced as the cover athlete. Um, MLB umpire, longtime umpire, and who's had his – definitely his fair share of uh, controversy – uh, Joe West. Joe West has officially retired. Uh, he has he he he's he's kind of it's a love hate relationship with him regarding the league. I mean they they love him because he's been there so long, but hate him because he's made a lot of bonehead calls. But congratulations on a career, Joe West. I hope you enjoy retirement. You have given us a lot of great moments, but now nah, I don't think a lot of people are going to be hurt to see you leaving. But so regarding the MLB lockout news, uh, apparently. The MLB has officially announced 
Rob Manfred, he's officially announced at press conference on Thursday that the MLB will be getting a draft lottery system kind of like the NBA has and that the Universal DH will finally be coming to Major League Baseball. This has been long overdue. Um, I never liked how the NL, the NL always had the D, didn't have a DH, but the AL did. And then whenever the AL would play the, the NL, they would have to you know, have to have their pitcher hit. I never liked it. I think it's about time they did it. So great job by the MLB slowly starting to figure out, okay, hey, we do want to end up being able to play in our season. Also, Rob Manfred said he expects everything to be on schedule. So, But I would take that with a, with a grain of salt because, you know, that I doubt it will if Rob Manfred doesn't get exactly what he wants. So, but, and guys, on to some last news for today, and this is regarding the NBA now, I'm not going to really talk too much about NBA and MLB besides, like, the major stuff. So don't. So I'm sorry if I don't go in-depth. This podcast is mostly about football, but I will give you all the news that is, like, major coming out of these different sports. Um, this is regarding the Brooklyn Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers. The Philadelphia 76ers are going to be trading Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks to the Brooklyn Nets for James Harden. Uh, we all knew James Harden didn't really fit well with Brooklyn. We all thought it was going to be great last year when they traded him to Brooklyn from Houston. And we all thought, okay, wow, you got the big three. You got Kyrie, James, and Kevin Durant. KD's been struggling with injuries. Kyrie and his vac- vaccination status has been hurting the team. So it's kind of just been Harden trying to figure out, hey, what am I going to do? But recently we all kind of saw how uh, Harden just really didn't want to be in Brooklyn. I don't. I mean, I don't really blame him. I mean, Katie's constantly always injured. He's going. He's getting on the like the last little leg of his career. Kyrie, you just never know what Kyrie's going to do. He's either going to take a 15-week vacation or he's going to actually play. So you always have to do it. You always have to take what he says with a grain of salt. Uh, personally, I think this is a very weird trade. I think the Nets personally won, in my opinion, because you get a great, great player in Ben Simmons who. He's not necessarily ball-dependent, which allows Kyrie and Kevin to be able to get the ball a little bit more compared to when they had James. Uh, Seth Curry, who was a great three-point shooter, and which I kind of kind of weirds me out thinking that Philadelphia actually did trade Seth. But that gives the, uh, the Brooklyn a great bench, come-off-the-bench three-point shooter. I mean, he probably could end up being in the starting lineup whenever they play in Brooklyn because of Kyrie not being vaccinated. And then Andre Drummond's going to be a great role player for him on the bench, great big man. And then the two first-round picks, which I I don't I didn't look at the official details, but I think from what I've heard, they're like 2027. 20, so some great long-term jeopardy in those first-round picks for Brooklyn. And all they had to give up was James Harden, who was going to leave in free agency anyway. So I think this is a very, very good trade for the Nets. I mean, the 76ers get a point guard they need now who can shoot long-range, which they have not had. Uh, it allows um, uh, can't even talk. Sorry, guys. It allows for Joel Embiid to play more at center. And breaking news, guys! I can't believe this. And this is regarding my Dallas Mavericks. Um, according to Woj, he just dropped another Woj bomb. Kristaps uh, Porzingis is being sent to the Wizards, and the and it's gonna be a package center around Sp- guard Spencer Dinwiddie. Wow! I did not think the Wizards are gonna be a team that we would send Kristaps Porzingis to. Uh, doesn't shock me we did move Chris Dabbs considering his contract and we need that cap room to be able to get guys like Jalen Brunson and um, Finney Smith back. So, wow, uh, I guess good riddance to Chris Dabbs Porzingis. I mean, I'd, 
he never really played up to the hype we traded him for when we got him from New York. But good luck to him in, you know, Washington. Maybe he's able to become more of a three-point shooter like he always wanted to in Dallas. But I want to see how Luka reacts to this personally because I know Luka kind of had a decent relationship with him. So I don't know. But, guys, I really hope you enjoyed this comeback episode of the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. Guys, I promise I will be back to uploading Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. As long as I'm not sick or, or dead, I will be making sure I give y'all every, every single college football news and even some breaking news regarding other sports leagues. So if y'all want to continue to get everyday news, y'all definitely should follow the official Instagram of the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. It is Cover 7 with Mason Pierce on Instagram. Now, guys, I hope y'all have a fantastic day. I love y'all. I hope y'all continue to be great. And thank you guys again for listening. Peace.